Let us remember we are always and everywhere in the holy presence of God. Hello, this is Rick, and welcome to the Presence Podcast, episode number 347. And I am coming to you today during my second period, free period, in the same location I was yesterday, which is a little auxiliary faculty room that we have. It's in the other wing from where I teach, so I don't get over here that often, but uh, it's not a bad place, actually. It's quiet, private, uh, don't know how often it's used, so I think while I am displaced from my classroom during second period, and on these days when I am recording second period instead of the night after the day that I'm reflecting on, I think this is a pretty decent place. Well, I am glad that I am here, and I am glad that you are here, wherever and whenever you are. And I am here to share with you how yesterday, which was Wednesday, I kept my eyes, my ears, and my soul open to the experience of God. Now, yesterday, December 12th, if you are aware, it is, was yesterday, the feast day, the memorial of Our Lady of Guadalupe. Now, I thought that I was going to talk about my God presence moments related to Our Lady of Guadalupe. And it's a feast that I really do enjoy. And every time it rolls around, I think about way, 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 way back in the early 90s when I was teaching in Napa, California. I took a group of students down to Tijuana, Mexico for an immersion trip. And we were there for one of those. I took, I did the kids twice, took the kids twice, two separate years. And one of those years we were there for Our Lady of Guadalupe, which was kind of neat to be down there. And it was a good day yesterday with a mass and, and talking about Our Lady in class and so forth. But there was actually something later on in the day that when I think about the experience of God, especially as related to my feelings, this was more significant. Just as an aside, I, I really do feel that we experience God through our feelings, meaning that our feelings are good barometers, if you will, uh, to measure how much and in what ways we are experiencing God's presence. Certainly gratitude is a indicator that we're experiencing the nearness of God. Awe and wonder, when we say, whoa, my goodness, those are indicators too. But I also think a sense of fondness, a sense of love, just a sense when we feel that warmth of connection with others, that is a great indicator of the presence of God, experiencing the presence of God. And yesterday that happened in the uh, afternoon, early evening, as I took my In the Know team to our first match day. Now, I was going to go back and look for the episode when I talked about the In the Know team and when we competed for the um, uh, tournament that our local uh, PBS uh, public station uh, puts on. That would have been back a few months ago, October maybe. But this was our first league match. We are in a league. It is a team. Uh, just to step back one moment, um, In the Know is also known as Quiz Bowl. 
um, something you've probably seen before. Uh, students with buzzers and uh, questions and, you know, who can buzz in with answers to, um, I guess you could call them trivia, but really to just basic, just knowledge questions and knowledge questions that might be kind of all over the place. Um, artists and composers and popular culture and many more different uh, areas. So we have an in the know team. This is my second year being the coach slash moderator. And yesterday was the first league competition for this season. And um, it was a little bit dicey for me getting the kids there. I wasn't sure how many students I was going to have. And at my school, parents or students have to provide their own transportation. And I'm not allowed to take kids. So I didn't know who was going to go with whom and how many seats we'd have. And so... Fortunately, the school we were going to wasn't that far away, and we got everybody there safe and sound. I did have two full teams, a varsity and a JV, with four people each, which was great, because then I didn't need to have substitutes. Um, And um, it was just a wonderful experience. Now, again, the kids were a little bit nervous. I was a little bit nervous. That's the first time we've done uh, what we were planning to do yesterday. It was four teams the host team, and then three visiting teams, ourselves included, and we were going to do sort of a double header of these questions. And um, it it didn't turn out that way. It went too late with the first game, first match, so we did modify, we meaning the moderators, we did modify things, which which I think is good. You know, modification, flexibility is, is important, and we needed it yesterday. But where I felt God's presence was in the students who came, the students that showed up and made the effort to be there. And there were eight of them. And I just have a great deal of fondness for this group of students. You know, in the know kids are by definition, bright, brainy, a little bit geeky or dorky, perhaps two words that I think are positive words, not negative words. I identify with Not so much of it being a geek, but I'm certainly a dork most of the time. Hey, I'm a religion teacher. That kind of comes with the territory, dorkiness, right? But I'm okay with that. And maybe that's why I resonate with these kids. And I think they resonate with me because we're kind of in the same dork, dorkdom, for lack of a better word, I guess. And, um... It was, um, it was just neat. We have some young kids, some freshmen that are coming out and getting engaged for the first time. I have some sophomores that I worked with last year who have very uh, wonderful, interesting, creative, exceptional personalities, and, and I, uh, I welcome that. They are variety is the spice of life, and, and these sophomores bring that. And then I have a junior who's come out for the first time. She wasn't engaged last year, and this year she is. And I'm so glad she's on the team. She just brings brings a lot. And and I'm pleased with the fact that she is as enthusiastic about the team as she is. And then one senior, fantastic kid, who I have taught twice and have seen grown up. And will be sad to see him graduate in just a few months from now. But... um, a leader and wise and knowledgeable and he's our expert at the political questions and it's just just a great 
great bunch, and I, I just felt that fondness yesterday. And um, look forward to working more with this group of students and nurturing them and learning and celebrating knowledge in this day and age where so many people, adults included, want to outsource our knowledge, so to speak, to the internet, to Google, rather than internalizing it and owning it and having it become a part of us, which these in-the-know kids have done because it is evidence where they have to recall these, these answers to questions, like I said, all over the map. So I conclude with, um, with that sense of fondness, that feeling of fondness. Where have you felt that lately in your life? For whom have you felt that warmth and that connection that maybe there are people younger than you who you are in a teaching or mentoring or guiding or parenting role, or maybe they're peers, or maybe they're even older than you, because those can be a sense of fondness as well. As always, thank you for listening. Blessings and peace. Peace.